Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number two in the book of Colossians. I'm going to title today, Struggling for Those in the Struggle. And specifically, Struggling in Prayer for Those in the Struggle. And who's in the struggle? Everybody. And how should we be helping them? We should be struggling on their behalf in prayer. Remember we talked about a couple days ago, uh, the person that says, hey, I struggle with anxiety. And when we were looking in the book of Philippians, basically we said that Christian maturity is not marked by anxiety. In fact, it's kind of marked by, by the uh, opposite. So today, when we hear somebody struggling, who is our friend from yesterday, his name is Epaphras, when Epaphras is struggling, he's not struggling with prayer, he's struggling in prayer. So our Christian walk is not supposed to be marked by anxiety, but it is supposed to be marked by struggling in prayer. Here's what I mean by that. So something has happened 10 years ago in Colossae, and that is Epaphras became a believer, he went back to uh, went back to Colossae, um, and he brings the gospel to him. The gospel comes to them, it says uh, in verse 6 of chapter 1. And they learned it, and they heard it. They learned the word of truth. And then they understood. They understood it, and they had faith in Christ. So then, from that moment on, then they had the sanctification process, a maturing process, where their love for the saints increases, and their fruit increases, and they, and, and they grow. Remember, this guy, Epaphras, He's described as this in chapter 4. I know we're not in chapter 4. Verse 12, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always struggling on your behalf in his prayers. For what? what? What is he praying for? That you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. So he's praying for Christian maturity. And that's the call uh, today. So the word here, this struggle, this agonizomai, it means to struggle and strive and fight and have effort and contend with and compete for. You know, it's it's no prick, no uh, uh, picnic. So here's my point today is if your prayer life is marked by a struggle, that's good. Now, not struggling in prayer, but struggling on struggling in prayer on behalf of somebody. That's what the struggle is, is for. It's for the struggle for the maturing process of another. So if your prayer life is marked by the struggle on behalf of another, you are on the right track. All right, so read with me now. This is from Colossians chapter 1, verse 7. We're going to hear about Epaphras again. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf. Remember, he's the guy that's struggling. And it's made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you. So now you got Timothy and Paul, who are writing this letter, joining Epaphras. They don't know the uh, Colossians, but they're joining them in this in this maturing process and praying for the maturing process that Epaphras is doing. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that. Now he's going to list a whole bunch of things, but all of them can be summarized, I think, by the word maturing. So don't get overwhelmed. Asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. 
And he talks about their behaviors, maturing in their behaviors, verse 10. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, may you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy giving thanks to the to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we're in this big, this, this process of maturing. So remember, here's, here's a description of the church. As Christ sanctifies and substitutes for us, he saves us, he plucks us out of this this sinful mire, and then he gathers the redeemed into the church. And here we are, grateful and desperate, and then we're supposed to struggle together and struggle in prayer for one another. So prayer is marked by the struggle more than success. Prayer is marked by perseverance more than prosperity. Prayer is marked by effort more than ecstasy. And prayer is marked more by the fight for rather than the fortune of so we claim this non-ceasing always thanking growing maturing faith so that's our goal is maturity so if you're wondering what you should be praying for you should be praying for a person's maturing in their thought process in their knowledge and in their uh in in their behavior and how what kind of a job is it going to be probably it's going to be a struggle you probably have to struggle with it. You probably have to persevere. You probably have to give some effort for it. You're probably going to have to fight for them. So that's why this 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 mention of, of not ceasing. And he's praying for the filled with the knowledge of his will, that they would walk worthy, that they would bear fruit, that they would be strengthened in, in power. And remember, what he calls, he qualifies us for. I'm speaking of verse 12 giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints. So what he calls us to, he qualifies us for. What he says, he makes us sufficient for. And uh, what he asks of us, he empowers. Now, he he's doing some spiritually heavy lifting, I call it moving some spiritual furniture on, on our behalf. But we're supposed to also kind of do our job, which is to struggle on behalf of others in prayer. All right, so the the main soundbite for today is to struggle in prayer for those who are in the struggle. Well, who's in the struggle? Everybody you know is in the struggle. So as we close this, I, what I'd like to do is, is ask you to think of one person who's in the struggle. Shouldn't be hard. It's everybody you know. And then join them in their struggle by struggling for them in, in prayer. And pray for this. Pray for their maturing process whether in behavior and patience or in their or in their mind so as we finish go ahead and struggle for a person who is in the struggle thanks for listening